Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little instant reaction to the first game of the season, the Chiefs and the Patriots. And Jeff, I think there's a little bit to talk about coming out of that game. We learned, I think, a few things that we were kind of unsure of. Uh, what do you What do you say? Just going right into it right away. I mean, I just feel good that NFL is finally back, man. I'm excited. But um, I mean, I, first of all, I didn't expect KC to actually win, and they looked no. really, really good. Um, but yeah, man, they did. I mean, uh, there's so many players on on both of these teams that you can talk about. But I guess the first one would have to be. Kareem Hunt, right? Oh, by I far. Mean, like that, I mean, that's just insane. 246 total yards. 246 total yards and three touchdowns in your so first I'm, game. Yeah, so if you if you didn't think that he was going to be legit, I mean, I'll be honest, he surpassed even my expectations. I thought he was going to be good, but that performance was ridiculous. Like It was. I, I didn't see that coming at all. And and then on the flip side, you got, you know, the, the New England running game which looks like they're very stuck in their roles. But Gillisley is looks like he's going to pay dividends because that guy is a monster around the goal line, and man, do they use him. So yeah, he's going to – Three touchdowns for that guy. So yeah, I was going to say, they're not, he's not going to have to do much else as long as they keep giving him to the ball, the ball on the goal line. But I kind of worry about Tom Brady with, with that. It looked like all they were trying to do was just run the ball on the goal line with Gillisley. I mean, is Brady not going to get those little touchdowns anymore? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he I mean, I, I would think that he is actually the biggest question mark after this game. I mean, you have 267 yards with no touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, it's not that he played poorly. It's just that the offense wasn't running through him in the red zone. And it was I mean, the team looked fine, right? You scored 27 points. You did get beat and by a pretty good margin by a very good Kansas City team. But I mean, does this I mean, this is one game, right? So you keep it in perspective. Yeah, but it's one you, game. <laughs> but, I mean, after this game, are are you worried in the next one when he hits a, a good defense? Will you actually maybe look in other places? Like, where your is your head at right now? I'm still going to – if I have Brady on my team, I'm still holding out and playing him yet. It's not – it's one game. If this happened week nine, we wouldn't be thinking too much of it if, if, if he'd been playing well. So – I'll just see one more game. I mean, Patriots have had these kind of games before. I think it was probably against the Chiefs a couple of years ago where this happened on a nationally te- te- televised game where they just got crushed. So I'm not too concerned yet. It's just it was just odd. I thought they had this game won early on. It looked like the Patriots just going to roll and just I don't know. It didn't happen. I guess Kareem Hunt happened. That was just in Alex Smith. What about Alex Smith? That was <laughs> okay. Alex three hundred. The type of numbers I thought Brady was going to, and Brady put up the type of numbers I thought Alex Smith was going to, and Alex Smith put up those numbers while his running backs did well. I mean, even Chark Hendrick West scored a touchdown with a, a nice little scamper there. So, I mean, if those guys can be productive, and Alex Smith is, I mean, throwing to Tyreek Hill, who once again looked looked wonderful in that place. I tell you, man, KC their offense looked really, really good, and I was I was not expecting them to look this good. I mean, every single person on that one, besides for I mean Kelsey, I mean I, I think that they went out of their way in order to take him out of the game. But seems like it. But he, I mean, he was the quietest one out of the bunch. Everyone, everyone kind of played the role. Everyone did well. 
Um, man, I don't know. I, I don't think, I mean, once again, I think Tom Brady will come back to being Brady. And I think Alex Smith will kind of retreat to being more of an Alex Smith type player, a little more conservative, a little, you know, those touchdowns won't always be there. But I mean, it was, it was very fun to see this KC team really kind of, I don't know, spread its wings as far as offense go. Well, and you say like Charkandrick West had the one carry the entire game. I mean, he ran for 21 yards and a touchdown. I don't know. That offensive line looked pretty good. If that's going to be the case, Hunt's going to have just a ridiculously good year if that offensive line is that good. It's, oh, man. If yeah, and- West just goes in there and runs like that, it's going to be crazy. Well, did you expect Turkent or I'm sorry, did you expect Kareem Hunt to be able to catch it as well as he did out of the backfield? No, that's I guess that's surprised me too. Like rookie running backs, I feel like don't always come in into it like that and just catch the ball all the time like that either. Just he had he had everything going. I mean, that one t- the huge uh, pass, you know, receiving touchdown he had was just ridiculous. And I mean, I'm going against him in our main league, so it really hurt me a little bit there. <laughs> it was it was a rough night. In that regard, but you know, man, I just, I think I don't see how he doesn't sustain at least a, you know, a very top, he's going to be top 10 running back. He won't sustain that level of play, but how can you come on against the Patriots of all teams? And that's just, how does that happen? How does it happen? And especially after, after the, the first or the fumble he had, you know, he could have easily as a rookie just kind of, you know, closed up shop. But I mean, he comes back immediately and scores a touchdown pretty much. Um, I don't know. You know, jumping, I mean, we can talk all night about how great KC was, but (laughs) jumping onto the other side, you know, what did you see? I know no one scored a touchdown as far as the receiving game, but who did you see and what in the Patriots offense did you see as far as wide receivers? I mean, it looks like Brandon Cooks is going to be the same old Brandon Cooks and catch deep balls, and he might not be peppered with targets and catch a lot of balls, which kind of eh, he's going to have those kind of games. He, the three, three for eighty-eight. I mean, that's the problem with Brandon Cooks, and that's what's going to happen sometimes. And that's always been my worry: is he's going to have some big plays, and he had what a fifty-four yard catch. So it's a one fifty-four yard catch gives him the eighty-eight yards. If he didn't get that catch, what it's a two for thirty-four. Like that's just. That's my worry with him, and it doesn't seem like it's any different this year. Yeah. And what do you th- I was going to say, what do you think about Amendola, though? Because I'll be honest, when obviously when Julian Edelman went down, I was I was a guy saying that, hey, Amendola is not going to be the one to catch. I mean, do you think this is kind of a one-game thing that he yeah, just see, had the opportunity? I, th- it's, I think it's still a one-game thing. I think it's the Patriots. You still can't – you don't know for sure. I mean, yeah, Hogan only had one for eight. That was kind of surprising. And then Gronk, two for 33. <laughs> Where I know they targeted him more, and he actually almost caught that touchdown in the first half that he just barely dropped. So if he catches that, his game looks great. I'm still not worried about it yet, but it's just something we got to see another week or two of. If if it continues like it did this week, and then there's some room, there's some concern there. But I I don't think it will. I think Kansas City's just a really good team that they just never get the credit of being a good team. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, just, I, think, it, it, I think Gronk is the the biggest surprise of the night i mean even in a loss i would have expected him to you know have at least five catches for 80 yards you know that type of performance seeing what you know how they blanketed him how how well they did against him um not that i'm worried necessarily but at the same time um i don't know it it was a very un like patriots performance a little bit so i'm kind of holding out out judgment exactly because amandola did really well um you know Brady didn't throw one touchdown. I think that's bizarre. I think Gronk kind of came out flat. Um, 
uh, man, I, I don't know. This is, it was a very, very strange thing. And I actually didn't hear, um, did you hear what the end, uh, what Eric Berry was? Is he out for good or, or cause I know he went like I think it was Achilles. So, it, I mean, if it's Achilles, it's pretty much probably the year then, I'm assuming. Yeah, and that's, that would be a huge blow to Casey's defense because obviously he is a tremendous player. Yep. And then Tyree Kill limped off the field too, went back to the locker room. So we'll have to watch that going forward. Amendola had a concussion. So a lot of little things there. The Hill thing, hopefully that's not going to be too big of a deal because they just showed that guy's just a big, big play threat and he's going to be doing that all year. So hopefully he's not hurt very much, but man, another takeaway is I don't think the Patriots defense is any good. <laughs> I'm not going to be concerned about playing my guys against them. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I mean, they'll probably always be at least mid pack. Cause I, I you know, yep. I, I think Billichek is just that kind of guy where he's going to figure out the best guys to play and how to kind of stifle people. But you're right. I mean, from being kind of a, a scary defense that they could maybe bait different quarterbacks, especially young ones, into making bad plays and, and you know, being kind of more uh, uh, sly and slick in the way that they kind of call these schemes. I don't know. It, it I mean, 42 points. And, you know, it's not like you have Alex Smith behind, the, you know, at the helm doing this to you. Uh, maybe it's the first game. Maybe we read too much into it. I mean, that's all you can do after, you know, in week one. But, I mean, the Patriots didn't look like the old Patriots. I mean, not saying that they're bad by any means. Casey's a good team. But, uh, you know, I think they're going to have to kind of find their groove, and I think they might have to play a little bit differently than they have the past three years. Yeah, absolutely. But another takeaway, before this game, you went on Twitter, the Rex Burkhead hype was kind of getting a little crazy. And, what well, he was the first play of the game. He's the he's the running back out there. He took the first couple snaps, and it's like, oh, wow, this might actually happen. And then that was about it. <laughs> I mean, nothing from Burkhead. Three carries, 15 yards. And then one catch for eight yards. So, I mean, it's just kind of, I, he, he might have good weeks some weeks, but some people were actually putting him in their lineups this week. It's just, I don't think you can trust it. I think the only running back you can trust is probably Gillisley. And it's only because of those touchdowns. So even, even James White, he had what, three catches for 30 yards, 10 carries for 38. He's probably the second best option to play at this point, you know? Yeah. I, I would, and I do too. And I, I mean, I think that's the biggest takeaway is, you know, is Gillisley really going to be the touchdown vulture that, that Blount was? And, you know, we, I, think, we're he, I think he might be. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think, well, after this performance, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, not only did they only give him red zone touches, but he also succeeded when they did. So, I mean, why would you go away from that? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think the only thing that the Patriots are going to do are, is going to kind of put it in Tom Brady's hands more next week. But I think Gillisley is going to continue to get those reps. Yeah, that's what I say. I wouldn't be shocked if next week Brady had three touchdown passes from like the two yard line. It would. You never know with this yeah. team, but <laughs> exactly. But I think the main thing is people shouldn't be too crazy with what happens week one. It just it's just one week. If this was week eight, it would be no big deal, you know. Some of it would be, but stuff happens. Don't worry too much if your players didn't do anything. Like Travis Kelsey, eh, had a he didn't do as much, but that's because everyone else was in Kansas City. They didn't need him to. His Hunt was doing everything, so he only had five for forty. So, you know, not not too much of a concern. I guess that's you a know. big question. Is there any players from this that you either would want to trade for or try to trade away now? I mean. 
I mean, obviously, tough to say. Obviously, Kareem Hunt, where right? everyone's going to want him, but yeah. he's going to be way too pricey. So you're not going to go for him. But like, say, uh, I mean, say if, if anyone is trying to get rid of after this game, say Brady, Kelsey, obviously I, I would take oh, those yeah, definitely. immediately. Yep. But I mean, you know, what about any of the Patriots running backs? Like if you can get any, are you looking to get rid of, say, Gillisley? Like for a, a certain price because he's going to be touchdown dependent or you, you feel good like moving forward with him? Honestly, if it was me, I wouldn't mind trying to get something for Gillisley. I just don't know if you can get what it's hard, it's so hard to say with him when he's such a it looks like he's going to be a touchdown dependent guy, but if if you have somebody that really loves Gillisley out there, you get a nice return for him. I would probably do it. But you still, I mean, you need to get a running back from the Gillisley trade that you actually feel is better than Gillisley. That's pretty much it. Cuz it's hard in the, in today's NFL to get rid of a guy who can just score touchdowns. That's kind of difficult too. So you have to get somebody you think's absolutely better than him. And yeah, I mean, shoot, there might be somebody out there that does that. Yeah, and I I feel completely fine moving forward with Gillisley. I mean, I, you hope that he's not like your number one because I think he will have those really down weeks. But oh, I, yeah, I, I mean, after this after this performance with three touchdowns, if there's any one of those, you know, say probably anywhere from the sixth to twelfth backs or something like that. Maybe that's a little too high too, but anywhere in those, if one of those guys really falls flat in his face week one, um, you know, there's always a possibility where you could do Gillisley and, you know, trade and get that guy because there are going to be people that fall in love with that. Because three touchdowns, I tell you, is nothing to to sneer at. I mean, th- that was one hell of a oh. performance as far as fantasy goes. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the Patriots Chiefs. There's not much more to talk about from that, but... I mean, cream hunt. That's just so ridiculous. That's the takeaway from tonight for me. But I figured we might as well talk quick about a couple injury situations, mainly Odell Beckham, because I think this is going to be a big worry for people going into Sunday, especially because he plays Sunday night. So you really have to actually make a decision. <laughs> and what's the latest news? Have you heard anything? It looks like 50-50 chance he plays Sunday night now. So what would you be doing? Would you take a chance and wait till Sunday night to play him. And if he doesn't play, you end up throwing in, you know, your options are not as good. Or would you play somebody from the one o'clock and four o'clock games? What do you think you're doing there? Well, I'll tell you, if I could possibly, I'd be going on the waiver wire. I mean, depends who you have on your roster. But right now, if 50-50, I want to play Odell, right? So I'm probably jumping on the waiver roster or I'm hoping that I also have another guy that's playing in that same time slot so I can wait as long as I possibly can in order to make that decision. Uh, but, I mean, if you have enough talent on there where, you know, it's not going to hurt you too bad or you're already winning in your week, it's probably better just to play someone else. But I I know me and I would be really wanting to play Odell. So I probably look waivers. I'm trying to find a guy that's playing the same time as him. And then worse comes to worse. I just sub that guy in right before game time. Well, basically the options are going to end up being, well, let's look at being basically players that are owned in less than 50% of the ESPN leagues. Sterling Shepard. He's owned in 48% of leagues, which would he's if there. He's, if, yeah, if Odell's yeah. not playing, Sterling Shepard would be a fine substitute. Really? Cole, Be- Cole Beasley, even playing against them. He, if you absolutely need something there, and you want to take a chance. Cole Beasley's not a terrible option, you know, to throw in there for a last second guy. I mean, there's what uh, Terrence Williams from Cowboys. That's not a great option, but if you need something again, that's you know a player you could probably use. And then let's see Monday night games. There's Travis Benjamin from the Chargers who could be an option, and then maybe Brandon Coleman from the Saints. But that's about it. 
Or possibly if you can put Beckham in your flex spot, maybe uh, Shane Vereen even. You know, that he's chances are he could be available. That's not a terrible, I mean, you're not going to be maybe excited about it, but if you want to take the chance to see if Odell plays, that's what you're looking at. So yeah, I myself, I, mean, I am wait, I'm waiting. I'm doing it actually. I'm waiting. I'll be waiting till Sunday night. And if Beckham plays great, if he doesn't, I guess I'm rolling with Brandon Coleman with the saints. I'm sticking <laughs> to my Brandon Coleman pick. I'm actually going <laughs> to put my money where my mouth is. I'll tell you, I, I think Brent Coleman would be a good second, but I think personally, if you can get Sterling Shepard, I think he would be yep. a better play. But I, I think that is the better play. Army, so. he, he is. He's not an option for me. And so I kind of hope my Brandon Marshall move would have been the play to make, but also had Mike Evans out this week. So it doesn't quite work. But yeah, if you're maybe you're a team, maybe you're in a two wide receiver league and you have maybe you do have Beckham and Marshall, and that's that's and then it's easy for you. You just throw Marshall in for Beckham if that's what you can do. If he's your third, maybe that could make life very easy for you. But other than that, there's really not a lot else going on unless you have anything else, Jeff. No, I'm just excited to be back, baby. It's fun. NFL's good. I w- back to go. I was too until Cream Hunt went nuts on my team tonight. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know how that's now. I had Gillisley in our main league going against our reigning champ. So. John, if you're listening, suck a big one, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. At least that happened. I need him to lose. So, <laughs> no, right. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with some more episodes. I think we'll probably be, what, putting out a Monday episode maybe this week. Maybe we'll jump on here Sunday night, talk about the games, you know, get that out for you guys, have some more instant reaction because I bet you there'll be a lot of stuff going on that we will not be expecting. So, we will talk to you guys next week.